0: I mean, I will not be able to do that. I will not Back to the high stakes fantasy advantage podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 26th, and the three of us are all here right now. We're all in a crappy mood right now, too. Derek brought us down before the start of this podcast.
1: Tom, you're pissed off, right? I wasn't until yeah, you know right. Derek started you know mocking people yep. above the age of 40. What the yep. fucks up with that? I know I'm mad, now, I'm mad too. I'm mad. Not just above, start. way
2: above 40. I'm 41, yeah, so fuck. this is way above
0: 40. I know. I was talking about a guy I played hoops with yesterday. I said he wasn't that old. He is like high forties, fifty. He said, "Ooh, that's old." Yeah, we're old, damn it. Tom and I are old. We're ex- fuck you, we're, fuck you, yeah. you, Derek. We're experienced is what we are. We're experienced. <laughs> then speaking of experience, let's talk about last night's Monday night game because I had a lot of fantasy implications. Just to set the record straight, Tom and I needed one point to beat Ray Flowers <laughs> in the FSTA league from Jason Witten last night. Okay. He had one catch for three yards. That's 1.3. Tom, now we got to sweat out the scoring changes. What do you think
1: of that? Well, the best part was it was on the first series or two. It was like <laughs> early, real early. In the, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's central time here. So it's like 7.40, we get the catch. And we're, all, we're like, okay, yeah, he's going to get at least a couple more the rest of the game. We'll have a comfortable lead. No, he didn't get a single fucking catch the rest of the night.
0: One for three. After last week catching 10 passes, so that was yeah. the way it went last night. But Derek, you did have it pegged, right? You said it was going to be a high-scoring game. You thought that the Cowboys would win. I agreed with you. So take a bow right now. Nobody can see it, but take a bow. Uh,
2: I can't take a bow. That's the only thing I got right all week. So uh, At least I ended on a good note, so I'm, I'm starting on fire moving into moving into this week.
0: Alright, well let's talk about it last night. Zeke came through with 18.4. We said he was going to have a good game. 22 rushes, 80 yards, and a touchdown through receptions for 14 yards. Tom, do you think that running game is still right for the Cowboys or not? I don't see the offensive line. I mean, again, they had eight men in the box a lot of times last night, four stacked to shoot the, uh, pass the ball, but uh, what do you think about the Dallas running game right now?
1: I'm not concerned about it. I, you know, He got going as the game went on. He looked really good late. He, was, he finished strong. And that's what you have to do is, especially in a game that was close, and last night's game was close, keep going with him, even if it's not working, but maybe use the pass to set up the run as opposed yep. to vice versa. I think if he can do that, then that will open things up for Elliott. But I'm not worried about him at all as far as if he's on the field. The question is, how much longer is he going to be on the field? Yeah, the Packers got him in Week 5. I think he's have a big game against the Packers in Week 5.
0: All right, Dak, pretty good. He only threw 18 times. Seemed like he was going back to pass a lot more often. But 13 for 18, two touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown as well. So he had 22.95 points last night. Really, really solid, Derek. But then also, Dez Bryant had a great touchdown, but he only had two catches for 12 yards and a touchdown. So under 10 points for Dez last night.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what you get with uh, matchups against guys like Peterson and that. I mean, Des isn't a huge yeah. volume guy. We've seen that over the last few years. He's still a guy you got to start regardless of matchups. Found a way to get into the end zone. I'll tell you what, Dak Prescott looks awesome right now. I just he looks so calm back there for a second year guy. I know he, did, he looked calm last year as a rookie as well. But what I really like about him, obviously, he makes plays with his legs, as you alluded to the the running touchdown he had, which was really nice. But he, yeah. you know, he gets out. Not he can throw on the run, and not just when he's like rolling out. He can throw accurate on a dead sprint i mean that is just lethal when your quarterback can get outside the pocket get away from guys and then throw strikes down the field as accurate as he can he is a monster
0: yeah that touchdown pass to bryce butler was really nice for sure And butler had a nice catch there but uh, you're right he got forced out to the right through a bullet touchdown very good tom let's talk about the cardinals who are now 1-2, and two, and really I think they're an iffy playoff team here. But let's talk about their running situation. Ellington last night, 5 carries, 22 yards. Uh, he had 5 receptions, 59 yards, so he had 13.1 fantasy points. Not bad. Chris Johnson, 12 carries, 17 yards. Not a factor. How about Kerwin Williams? One carry all night. What he went for, like 400 $500 two weeks ago after David Johnson got hurt. What's your assessment of the running game there in Arizona? Well,
1: the kerwin Williams bids were a mistake. That's first and foremost. Uh, Chris Johnson looks old. I I, I know he's in his thir- early thirties, which, by the way, Derek is really fucking young. <laughs> but um, he got old from a football perspective. Quick, sounds he old to me. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't just doesn't have anything left. And the Cardinal beat writers uh, who I follow on Twitter were speculating. Between themselves that uh, it could be Andre Ellington in the backfield next week that wouldn't surprise me he looks like he's more explosive but bottom line is without David Johnson this is a really tough offense to get behind I know Carson Palmer looked good Larry Fitzgerald looked fantastic but they got nothing else J.J. Nelson didn't have a catch Jeron yeah. Brown he got a touchdown but you know they just don't have anything I think it's a weak-to-weak proposition with this offense Yeah, I agree. I didn't think the offensive line did very well. When they
0: gave Palmer time, he looked really good in the pocket. But any pressure on him, he's just too old. He can't move very well. Derek, talk about the receiving core. Now you keep telling, calling Fitzgerald a glorified tight end. About thirteen receptions, 149 yards, and a touchdown from that glorified tight end. But we did say yesterday. Don't start J.J. Nelson. He had a hamstring injury. He had no catches last night. John Brown starting to run with a quad injury, but he could be a couple weeks. Yeah, talk about that situation in Arizona
2: yeah still murky and by glorified tight end I mean glorified tight end like a Gronkowski right so I mean he can certainly have games like that <laughs> but he's nice no, come yeah nice you know, comeback there. cover my cover my back a little bit there but uh yeah I mean JJ Nelson was obviously looks like he was hampered by by that hamstring Jerron Brown is a I don't know I still think he's like a bit player problem with Arizona is if they're gonna have Carson Palmer do those seven steps seven step drops all the time you gotta protect them better I mean that Lawrence guy for Dallas was in the in the backfield and in Carson's faced every single play it seems like so it's kind of it's a tough situation you're right without david johnson that offense is just nowhere near the same clicking again my guy john brown hopefully like you said he's starting to do some running and if he comes back again i who knows if he's ever going to be close to what he wants was or could have been so uh, i'm not i'm not keeping my fingers too crossed there so at this point you know it's it's fitzgerald and the other guys are all hit and miss at this point so it's yeah, not a, not a receiving situation i want too many parts of at this point now. i
0: agree with you i think it's a mess right now tom do you think arizona's in trouble of not making the playoffs they're one and two right now
1: oh absolutely i mean they're they're just not that good offensively yeah you know, from a week to week perspective, they're not a team that you can count on consistently without David Johnson. It's just that simple and John Brown being hurt hurts them as well. So their defense is still pretty solid, although it, it gave up twenty eight last night. So that was good work by Dallas. But no, I, I think they're they're at best a fringe playoff team, at best. Yeah. And they're gonna need David Johnson to come back for them to really make a run
2: at it. I do. Right, hope, I do hope work. they're in contention, though. I think I, I do hope they're you know stick around you know for for those last spots because at that point, David Johnson, I think they will let him come back and play. If they're right. if they're way out of it, I don't think there's a reason yeah. to bring David Johnson back. So as a fantasy guy with a couple of shares of David Johnson that I'm still holding on to, I hope they stay around.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. No doubt about it. Fantasy owners want to root for them to stay around 500 and stay yeah. in contention for the wild card at the very least. I mean, Seattle's not going to run away with that division. They've got problems themselves, so Arizona's just got to keep winning here and, and stay in contention
1: hey. here. I know the Rams are in the mix, too, but
0: that's just what you're going to say. say. Yeah. I was going
1: to say the Rams might be the best team in that division right now. Could be we'll their, de- their defense has got to get better. I mean, yeah. they're, they're really underachieving on defense. Yeah, we'll have an Aaron
0: Donald back full-time now, and he should be up to speed now to play more often, so definitely a good team there. All right, let's take a look at the NFFC standings here because, guys, we've got some close, close races here. In the Classic, uh, Andy Saxton teamed up with Mark Winokur. They're leading the Classic right now, 266 teams there. Their point lead is 1.55, so very, very close, over Steven Stiff. In the primetime, Jason Anthony is leading... Uh, five hundred and fifty two teams he's got a winning margin right now of five one hundredth of a point over mike santos and kirk kooks so uh, gotta like that close race in the prime time as well in the rotowire online championship kenneth burke has a three point seven five point lead he's in first place among two thousand five hundred and fifty two teams We'll be upping the overall prizes there. Look for that very soon. In the Draft Champions National Championship, Michael Zucca is in first place by 2.25 points. So again, everything very, very close. In the cut line, Justin Kimbrough is in first place by 1.35 points. So again, really, really close. you want to th- talk about close? In the 14-team ultimate, eight teams are tied for first at 2-1. and one. In the 12-team Las Vegas ultimate, Eight teams are tied for first at two and one.
2: No undefeated Guys, teams there, huh? No
1: undefeated teams there. No undefeated wow. teams in each of those. Yeah, very That's interesting. Crazy after three weeks. Yeah, yeah we, we do. We do have a couple undefeated teams in the twelve-team ultimate that we had on September fifth. Yeah. Okay. Kyle Crawford, Chad Schroeder, both off at three and zero starts. But no, it's great. It's what you want. You want to see competitive. Uh, leagues, you want to see competitive overalls, and we're seeing all that early, I think things will shake themselves out. There's certainly a lot of Todd Gurley stuff showing up in the early leaders. Chris Thompson I'm sure is impacting a lot of people, so I think it'll be interesting to see as it goes on, but I think it's fantastic to see these early contests being so tight. Yeah, and
0: in fact, uh, the number one in impact player has been kareem hunt no doubt about it uh, he's kareem been hunt. doing great and you know if you look at our overall standings we show where they drafted as well i mean there's not a lot at the top it's not the number one teams that are leading right now there's a lot of 12 teams teams that drafted from the 12th spot in the classic and the prime time so a lot of balance right now it's been a very interesting season but uh, anybody can win it right now no doubt about that so let's talk about uh, this upcoming week here guys we got hey willie sneed is back
1: right finally good yeah, it's very good. Plus, it's a London game. That's fantastic. We want what? more London games. No, I know. You're, you know, Go ahead. Get upset. No, no.
0: You're, you're telling me there's a London game?
1: Yeah. You, do you know where Steve? to find it? You oh, know is that it? it's is it on TV? Go ahead. Get it out of your system. I know you want to rant about this. Go ahead. I on.
0: Paid for the Sunday ticket, right? This is like the ninth, 10th year I've paid for. I'm paying $350 a year for all the games, right? All the
1: American all the, games. Where does it say that in my contract? All I don't the, know.
2: It's in the fine print. You got to look down, farther. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't have Direct TV, so I don't know. That shit up. I
0: know you are because you don't have Direct TV. <laughs> I have Direct TV because of the Sunday Ticket. Okay, and I pay three hundred and fifty dollars for every NFL game. I wake up on Sunday, it's eight thirty in the morning. I turn on my TV. It's not on CBS. It's not on the Sunday Ticket. Where is it? My daughter found Yahoo. my daughter found it. It was on Yahoo. <laughs> She's seven. Just admit <laughs> the NFL is greedy. They're taking extra money from Yahoo. God bless them.
2: Of course they. But are. But
0: I'm paying for every game, so put it on the Sunday ticket as well.
1: Agreed. Right?
2: Yeah, it's agreed. I'm, Get it on there. It's I'm, ridiculous. I'm just
1: jealous. You slept into late thirty. I have no idea what that's like. God, I was up at seven that's because you thought the game was on at
0: 7 that's why you got up i knew it was eight thirty, 30 and i got up at eight thirty. but no that's my rant i mean i don't care if they sell it to yahoo that's great get it on other platforms i don't give two shits but i paid for the sunday ticket i should have been able to watch the london game now what game am i not miss or not watching this week
1: uh miami and new orleans will be the game because willie sneed is back this week and by the way It'll be interesting to see how the the Saints use Willie Snead if we want to actually talk a little fantasy football here for a second. Um, Because Brandon Coleman has stepped up a little bit with Snead out. We know Michael Thomas is the lead guy. They love Kamara uh, or Kamara, whatever. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how this impacts. I think it's a downgrade for a Kobe Fleener personally because Willie Snead's a good player. I think they get him in there right away. He becomes a factor. I don't hesitate to start him this week if I have him. I do have him in a couple leagues. Agreed, 100%.
0: Let me just say, I was talking about fantasy when I was ranting about the Sunday <laughs> ticket because there are a lot of fantasy players that buy that network
1: because of this. So there you go. What's your so, prediction on right. Ajayi
2: this week, Tom? Get that out there. I uh, want to.
1: Fuck. I need some more time to think about right. that piece of shit after what he did to me <laughs> last week. Now, I, here's the thing. I, I said this uh, uh, consistently, constantly. The three primary issues with J. Ajayi no involvement in the passing game questionable touchdown potential, and the extreme volatility in production. And what have we seen? Now, granted, it's two games, but what have we seen? No involvement in the passing game, volatility in production, and no touchdowns. Everything's happening that happened over the last eight to ten games of last season. So this is a this is a trend. It's concerning. The good news, the matchup is great. But the matchup was fantastic last oh, week. Yep. And he shit all over himself. So we can't count on just the matchup anymore. But it is a great matchup. We'll see, but that's might just be who J.A.J.A. is. I predicted
0: 200 yards rushing for J.A.J.A. on our Wednesday Sirius XM show. So I think for I was the re- only a, for, <laughs> for the rest of the season combined? <laughs> no, I said last week against oh. the Jets that was going to be his one. So I was only like 193 yards. You would have so fit right that. in
2: perfectly on the Friday podcast then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's why I took myself out of the rotation that day for sure. All right. Fantasy owners thought Doug Martin was coming back this week because of the hurricane. He's not coming back till next week. So just an FYI, don't put him in your lineup. Tom, you have an injury report for
1: us, too. <laughs> yeah, it's big. Uh, it's, it is. It's, it's, it actually is because this is a good kicker. Cairo Santos has put on yeah. uh, injury reserve by the Chiefs today. He's got a groin injury. They signed Harrison Butker. And by all yes. means, go get somebody named Butker in your lineup. But seriously, they play Washington on Monday night. We don't know anything about Harrison Butker, but we do know that the Chiefs' offense is pretty potent. So not a bad guy, especially, certainly, Cairo Santos is drafted everywhere. So Santos owners are looking for a kicker. Harrison Butker, why not? Just get, come on, man. Get get somebody named Butker in your lineup. Should yeah. Butker be playing middle linebacker? Sounds like it, right? Yeah, I mean, come on, Butker. Come on,
0: let's go. Okay, Darren Sproles is done for the year as well. Not yeah. only did he have a broken forearm, but uh, tore an ACL as Same well. Same play. So.
2: That's ridiculous. Props to, that, that props to Darren crazy. Sproles. He was, a, he was a fun guy to own, you know, back when he was with yeah. the Saints, and it's a shame that he's probably played his last NFL game going out that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the Eagles backfield. Tom, anything there you like now or not?
1: Uh, I mean, I think you have to be interested in Wendell Smallwood. Uh, his role will grow. I'm not a Le'Garrette Blunt guy, so that does have no interest He ran hard on Sunday. He Sunday. did. They all look good. All three yep. of them look good on Sunday. The Eagles yep. ran the ball 39 uh, times on Sunday. Wow. That, that's yeah. not happening. That's no.
2: That's not a that, big
1: I'm sorry. It's not. If you're banking on all of these guys being factors, good luck with that. This is a team that's going to have to throw it more often than not. Last week's game, I think, was a complete flip of the script. I don't see that happening very often going forward, but I think Smallwood's worthy of a pickup. Corey Clement might not be a bad stash. Yeah. I, I, I'm no part of LaGera Blunt. I'm just not a fan.
0: So if you're a Blunt owner though, what do you do with him? I mean you never start him, that's what you're saying? I mean people
1: drafted him as an R B two a lot of times. Yeah, I mean if you if you own the guy, you look at the matchups and you say, you know, but last week wasn't a good matchup and they ran it thirty nine times successfully against the Giants. So it was one of those crazy things. For me, if I have LeGarrette Blunt, I'm only starting him if I think it's a slam-dunk matchup. That's that's it.
2: Probably as a bye-week fill-in for your actual starters
0: yeah. as
1: well. Yeah. Well, that's not what people drafted him for, let's just
0: say that. Uh, no. He was definitely drafted as a flex or an RB2 sometimes, so uh, they're not getting what they expected out of him. All right, uh, we got the Thursday game. We'll talk about that tomorrow. We're also going to highlight... Which players are on the winning teams? Like we said, we think Todd Gurley, Kareem, Hunt are a lot of first-place NFFC teams. We'll analyze those teams tomorrow. All right? All right, so join us tomorrow, and hopefully we'll clean up our act to be a little bit more sunshiny. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that. See ya. <laughs>